Hello, good evening, and welcome to the first Ligia edition of the... I guess we're now, uh, are, we, are we going with Cantina MX? Is that what we're calling this show, Cantina MX? We really can't call it Los Acero Football Podcast anymore uh, with what happened in Columbus a few weeks ago. So we'll uh, we'll try it out tonight. I think that that's a, a name that's going to stick. We're, we're going to call this Cantina MX. So thank you for joining us here at Cantina MX. I know that I've prepared for my uh, broadcast here at the Cantina properly with the a refreshing beverage. Hopefully you guys are doing the same. My name is John Jagu. Thank you for joining us. It is uh, semifinal time now in, uh, in the Apertura 16 in Liga MX. Uh, there are four teams that are still alive. Some were expected, some were not. We'll jump in that. Uh, but uh, I think that it can go without saying that uh, we'll be talking a lot about, uh, about what happened with... Uh, the Super Classico, the seventh edition of the Super Classico that we had over the weekend. If you did hear an eagle there, you can imagine what happened. We'll uh, discuss that in in detail, I'm sure, here in a minute with our esteemed panel of guests. Uh, we have with us our technical director. I don't think he'll be participating too much, but he is helping us out if we need him. Of course, uh, Chiquis Campas with us, although not in a speaking capacity. Hey, and out in Arizona. Oh boy, there he is. There he is. He's he, he'll 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 chime in every now and then. Chiquis, thank you for setting this up. I apologize for being so late. No, no problem. I know our legions of fans were 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 were, were patiently waiting for us to jump into this. Out in Arizona, we have a gentleman who uh, is is watching the Liguilla as a neutral. I'm sure he has picked his favorites. Uh, he had a. Well, I've talked to you, uh, Fernando, about the uh, your 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 inner conflict that you had yesterday with uh, with 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 the coaches that, for whatever reason, you just love so much. No, oh, well, you and know, think that they're so great, and you'll have to tell us all about it. La Volpe has done so much for uh, Mexico. You know, we owe him some some deference. You know. Um. Okay. Well, we'll. Uh, I'm not sure just how much he's actually done, but we'll 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 we'll, we'll dig into that. A little bit later. Joel, I'm so sorry, Joel. You know, I felt, I felt, Joel, that I might have to play this for me, but I think I'm going to have to play for you because it is a holiday season, Joel, so I, I want you to feel, oh. you know, I don't want to, I want you to feel a little salt. So just... So don't feel too bad, Joel. Kind of sounds like a victory flute, a sad victory flute. A sad victory flute. <laughs> it's like when you win, but the panzazo. Right, it's like it's like when you win, but but you've lost your three best players. <laughs> or like, how uh, uh, say, moral win, moral victory. So you're saying, Jorge, that you'd rather hear this if if uh, <laughs> on, on, on the loss is, is this more appropriate? No. Actually, I stick with the moral victory because um, Chivas still has not been able to reach semifinals. And that's uh, a moral victory for you. Yes, because I said they weren't gonna they weren't gonna surpass uh, Chepo, and on that note, they haven't. 
Yeah, so I mean, I mean, I would have to think that the uh, that the the days are numbered for this for this cat, right? I mean, and you know, it's only a matter of time. Well, for me, it's more it's more on Higuera than on Almeida. I think he's very likable. He's he's won over the fans. He has good attitude. He's very humble. But Higuera, for me, has a, a history of just interfering and and wanting to be the manager. And, and do you think he interfered and, and was the manager yesterday? Yeah, I, I certainly do think he he's, he said uh, which players needed to be starting. Uh, I do think he had um, he had a uh, you know he had some a say undue influence, undue influence on the game. And and you know what? There's there's proof that he's done it before. You know, so and and when he brought in when he brought in Almeida, I was like, you know, he's gonna do it even more now because it's pretty much. This dude agreed. Just the way he came in, Almeida came in replacing the other coach while he was still at work. So I, I feels like he was in on it and and he he took the deal. And I I don't blame him, man. That's it's a lot of money this guy's getting. Joel, it sounds like you uh, you you have uh, have 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 thought long and hard about what you were going to say tonight. No, I've been this, uh... actually no, I've been following it. Um, I've even written about this a couple times. Since a year, it's 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 been the same story for a year now. I mean, it's it's just seen it play out. It's uh, interesting though. I, I got some some of it I got right, some of it I got wrong. The refuerzos, I completely did not see that coming. You know, I, I didn't expect Chivas to go like forty million. You know, to spend that much. Where do you think the money came from? I I think it's all borrowed, John. I I mean. You get us an investment banker. You pull some strings, and, and I mean, you you go from they fired Chepo, and he had about close to three million, I think, he was going to be due because he had two more years left on his contract. <laughs> and uh, so the following season, the only way Chivas could 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 uh could get players, no. I'm still listening. Well, it's kind of distracting. This isn't this isn't like mystery because you can look it up. Uh, you can look up all this info and find it. Uh, so Chivas wasn't going to be allowed uh, to get players unless they paid off. They paid off uh, Chepo. So I mean, if they didn't have money for that, and all of a sudden they're spending twenty million, and and you could say sponsors and they've lost. Other big sponsors from Bimbo and, and other even their own company. So I mean, well, to me, it's they're they're obviously borrowing. I see. Well, uh, and it's obviously not uh, worked out for them as uh, as well as they uh, as they had hoped. Now, a gentleman who had a wonderful evening last night and and, and thoroughly enjoyed the Superclasico. Of course, it is a Centenario, so we have to play Centenario music because it's the only music that's allowed now. I'm sure this is exactly what you were singing, right? When, when the whistle was blown. Is that what got you going there? Hello? We're here. Hey, All right, I'll just, uh, Ronnie, is that, the, is that the song that was, uh, just, just pumping through your veins when, when, when you saw the, the, the goal go in? He's asleep. 
he's snoring in that victory bliss right now. That's all right. We'll we'll stir him up. Hang on a second. We'll stir him up here. Just let's see. America, America. Uh, not even that worked. That's What's shocking. That? Ah, there we are. See, it's just <laughs> didn't want to respond to the to the other stuff, but uh, we play the classics. It's old school. So we'll we'll, we'll throw in a little. Throw in a little. Did you enjoy the game, Ronnie? Um. Yeah, I did. Come on. It was uh, it was adequate. It was it was it was uh, it was it was it was okay to to advance like that. Mm. Well, yeah, it was. I think it was because I think that they were better than Chivas uh, overall. Oh, absolutely, they were. Um, but the defense was a little too shaky for my liking. The defense was too shaky. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the the reality was is that after they got the goal, I mean, he said, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna defend this thing, and we'll and we'll maybe we'll hit him on the counter." And and and, Frank, and I got to tell you that the set piece was was just brilliant, uh, stunning. It was <laughs> it worked out so nicely. And, uh, I, I think Profe uh, Bracamontes. I think he. I think he. I think he's the one that said it. Where. I mean, the, the, the type of power that Oribe, because, I mean, he was going, no, who was it, Gonzalo? I think he's the one that said it. You know, because he was going back, and just the amount of power that the guy had, you know, must have to, to even head it like that. Right. Yeah. It was, it was very, and then they headed on goal. Yeah. yeah. But uh, he was, uh, he was open. <laughs> it, uh, it worked out very nicely. They just, they did, they never saw it coming, and it's, uh, you know, it's uh, it was a very, uh, I'll just say, very un La Volpe way like of, of of winning, of winning a game, and uh, more power to him, man. I mean, if, if 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 a guy like La Volpe can evolve as a coach, then you know there's 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 hope for all of us because uh, well, yeah, I mean, as he, he gave credit as, to as stubborn as there is. He gave credit to Ambriz, which I honestly uh, I thought it was a very nice gesture, but I I also. I also don't think that that's entirely true that he's built that team because one of the things that I kept saying, you know, before, you know, he's got the boot is that he's never really got to pick, you know, his team. Did, uh, are you like in your fort now? Or, I mean, it sounds like you're a little muffled. Yeah. Did you go, did you go under the covers? Oh, no, my dog just moved. Oh, you're not, you're not trying to wake up to make sure your parents don't wake up. <laughs> nah, I'm sorry, that was a low blow. I'm sorry, that was. Yeah, he, 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 uh, he, he just left. Uh, I apologize. <laughs> sorry about that. But 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 overall, though, I mean, as uh, as far as the game, uh, I mean, it seems like America was uh, had my, especially in the uh, in the second leg had had. The chances they created were, to me, were much more uh, had much more of a potential of ending in the goal of, of anything Chivas did, and I was very surprised, Joel, that, that 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 the team that Chivas played. I mean, it was it was it was essentially that those forty million dollars that you said, yes, those sir. forty million dollars were on, those forty million dollars were on the field, yeah. and they had been on the field together the entire season, which Frank, which I just didn't understand. Yeah, and and you know the team that 
that Almeida had been playing with had, you know, it was clicking pretty good. So all of a sudden he had to move players around because he, you know, to to make room for some of these guys right. that that had just came in and and uh, he had shown before that he didn't mind benching them. Right. I mean, they, and it seemed like they had the, the most success when they were on the, when they were on the bench. Frankly, <laughs> seriously. Yeah. No, it, it's true. Um, but you know, well, Joel, like like I said yesterday, you can go back to uh, you can go back to self loathe again. At least at least until they make the Ligia again. It was a. It was it was it was very unfortunate, very unfortunate for Chivas fans. But the, the reality was is that uh, is that Almeida got out coached by La Volpe. La Volpe showed the guy a few tricks, and uh, you know just just the fact that La Volpe didn't, uh, you know, was wasn't more aggressive there at the end that he actually you know decided to to, to lock up. I mean, did once America scored, did Chivas even have a shot on goal the rest of the game? I don't think they did. Yeah, unfortunately, I didn't get to see the game, Yon. I was stuck at work. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they didn't have a shot. They didn't, they didn't have a shot on goal. But yeah, I was seeing, uh, I was seeing a tweet by Sancadilla, and uh, he posted the picture of a uh, because Chivas uh, TV with their new Sinopolis click was having problems, and people were sending them pictures. <laughs> they were sending them uh, pictures of. Fayez Origen, and he was saying uh, he was linking the picture to Chivas' attack. That it was kind of funny. For now, Joel, you, you mentioned something to us in our in our in our weekly conversations that we have that that that, that the TV contract with Televisa and Chivas for their season was was ten million dollars a year. Is that all? Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Ten million dollars a year. But but it was telling. No wonder was, it went uh, with their alternative. But you know, John, what I was telling, what I was telling uh, Juwan, a fellow Chiva slash Pachuca, um, that el, el rayas, yeah, cambia rayas padre, <laughs> that that even though it's that much, uh, because it Televisa puts it on open TV, uh, Chivas is guaranteed ten million, ten million viewers, so for sponsors, that's very lucrative. Uh, to put, oh, there's no to, question, to but, but but my thing is, is how on earth how on earth could they only get ten million dollars a year that, for, for, I mean, for TV? That's what's reported. You, you know, John, you've said it yourself. Oh, so that's the three, official number. There's usually three prices, but I mean, let's think about like the ad boards that just go around the stadium. You know, uh, that that's some money right there too. I mean, if, if you have ten million viewers, you could charge more. Just to place an app there, as opposed to of course 150k from Chivas TV, where it's like it's, no, there's no question, and, and and not only that, but I mean, just the fact that you can, uh, you know, in in, in in addition to that, you can, you can put that though, you know, behind it, and you can put it on the shirt. It's just, but 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 the fact that it's so little, the fact that it's only ten million dollars a year. I mean, that that to me is what it, is the shocking number. I, I mean, this is you know easily the most popular team. Uh, you know, you know, definitely in Mexico, uh, a team that, that 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 sells out pretty much everywhere they go. 
they, they would normally get the highest TV ratings, right? So, I mean, just, I mean, I, I've, I've never understood. I mean, if they're only getting $10 million from one, I mean, why don't they go to the other one? Hey, man, you know, give me 15 and I'll bowl or give me 20 and I'll, I mean, it just, I mean, and it's, it's such a small, it is such a small number. Case in point, the Yankees who play in, in New York, they'll get an average of maybe four to five million viewers, uh, you know, over the, probably less, you know, for baseball and stuff. Their contract is, is, is hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah, but I, I think the sponsors pay more here in the U.S., John. That I see that's that's one of the main difference of it, of Nikes and all that sports drinks. Well, I mean, I understand that, but what I'm saying is just it's just for, for the for the same audience for the the same size audience, they're making ten times as much. That's all I'm saying. Oh wait, that's why you think that's what. Chihuahua TV is hoping to get a piece of that pie. Hey, uh, I honestly think that the Chihuahua got was getting paid more with Televisa, and and the reason I say this is because uh, do you remember the uh, the old president from the Promotora? You know, Salvador he, Martinez Garza. Yes, yes. He at the time uh, he was on record saying that they had. Um, they had this is back in the nineties. They had a, a thing for twenty five. They twenty five million dollars. They they had that's that's that was their that was that was their uh, for their team. That was their operating cost. And you know, um, and then okay, uh, there's an article that Jornada had back in nineteen ninety nine. Which I'll find. I'll try to find. And this is again. Keep in mind that this is, you know, Liga MX is, is a completely different animal now than what it was back in '99. But back then, the article was saying that the, uh, on a given on a given day, there is uh, half a billion dollars, half a billion dollars that is generated per season. Uh, that moves around through sponsorships in, in, in Mexican football. This is, and this is back in 99. This is, that's, that's one year into Copa Libertadores, which at the time didn't have the Fox or whatever. So the numbers now, I, I, I honestly don't know that, that number is accurate because keep in mind, you know, I, I'm going back in the 90s when Salvador, you know, the different promoters saying that she was had, you know, $25 million operating budget. Yeah, so, I mean, just taking inflation into account, say that, I mean, that number would probably either be closer to a billion or maybe a little a little under it or a little over it. So right around, I would guess, now. Yeah, I mean, it, it would have to. I mean, I mean look, look, look how... Look how all the teams have upgraded just about their stadiums. I mean, that's not cheap, you know. Especially down there, because the because the cities aren't giving. You know, they're not they're not going to raise. You know, they're not putting taxes on hotels and and rental cars I'm, like they do no, in this country. You get little. I mean, you got to no, pay I mean, cash for that. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> and they've gotten like little help here and there. Like, 
like where like this, you know, the town will donate, you know, the land. But that's about it, and then everything else has to get picked up by by uh, exactly like in, in, somebody like, else, like in Pachuca and stuff like that. Uh, so you know, I, the numbers are they're, they're a lot bigger now. I mean, you don't have you know owners like Sermeño anymore or Carlos Hurtado. I mean, you have billionaires, the Billionaires Club. Yeah, I mean, Joel has lunch with these guys at least once. <laughs> Oh. No, no, I wish. So Howard so so gets all his inside so, information. So I mean, I have, I haven't, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't since since that convert since that interview from you know the dude from Promotora. There hasn't been an, another interview that I've heard from an actual official, like an uh, like an actual league club president. You know, talk about you know what their numbers are. You know, so 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 the ten million Joel. Then we're talking. Then that, that that's the number that's reported to the press, and then they have the number that's reported to the taxes. So would that be more? It would probably be more, right? So it'd be like maybe, yeah. you know, twice that. And then there's the real number. So so <laughs> so so based on on the ten, what do you think is it? Is it fifty? You think fifty million a year? Yeah, about fifteen twenty, and then the you know, the added. They know they're gonna get more just on. Sponsorship, just for you know, different sponsorships just on the stadium alone and all that. Even like the stadium name, they haven't been able to, you know. Right? No, that's it's it's yeah. It is it is not working. I mean, for for a property as as valuable as Chivas is, and, frankly, it is it is it has been horribly mismanaged. There's and, no question. And, and that's the only time you're gonna hear the name. Uh, at least on TV, you know, when when they're playing at the stadium, that they're gonna say, okay, this stadium is called so and so, and it used to be Omni Life Stadium, but I guess I guess they're having uh, hardships, and they they're not paying anymore. They're not paying for it. What if it became like a, like El Estadio Salsa? <laughs> Could be Estadio Caliente, like um like. Uh, if I was uh, like, you know, like you know, like the the brand, like you know, in the bathroom, like the co- co- was the collar, <laughs> you know, I would jump on that seat, you know, the fucking toilet seat. There's 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 a lot of uh, American standard. Ron isn't isn't American standard a toilet maker? I think yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, look how, how wonderful that would look on the front oh, sponsor. Man. The top I mean, they the are trying. They you? are, you know, it's it's <laughs> subliminal because you know they, they they do. It's very obvious that one right now is a test market. They're just testing the water to see what they would need to do to to get it going up up here in the states. I think they're making a huge mistake uh, with with trying to do it themselves. I think that like if they're going to go this route, and and you know, frankly, more power to them if they are. Uh, and if they're going to do it in the states, you know, so that they don't have to worry about. Uh, the bandwidth. I would partner with an Amazon, or or, do, or just or just sell the rights to an Amazon or uh, or a Netflix. You know, you know what? I, I was I was glad you brought that up because for Netflix, the guy said um, that the only way they would do it is if they had complete control. So Netflix, that's why they haven't gotten into sports. They want complete control of it. Wow. Well, let me put it this way. Okay, so 
I, uh, this summer, I worked a concert, uh, in New Braunfels. Uh, it's actually a really cool little uh, amphitheater, the Whitewater Amphitheater. It's uh, right on the, the banks of the, of the Comal River, if anyone uh, out there is familiar with, uh, with New Braunfels, Texas. And they brought in a big truck. They brought in a truck that I would normally do like an NBA game in. Uh, and they, and they brought the audio, you know, the proper audio board. They had an external audio guy mixing the show. And to put it on, I forget, it was like Amazon Live, I think is what it was called. It was, it was, uh, Ryan Bigham, some country guy. I don't know who the hell it was. But, uh, the Amazon people were shocked with how, I mean, people were saying how they were shocked how good it looked because they were using the proper equipment. They were using, you know, the, the, the you know, the best HD cameras, you know, going through the best, uh, you know, processors available to generate the signal that you need for that. And then it was just, they were just feeding it to the, uh, Feeding it online. And that's what Chivas needs to do. You know, and, and, and that thing had, you know, hundreds of thousands of viewers. And, 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 and so Chivas, if they're going to go this route, then to me, why waste, you know, why, why waste the energy, you know, trying to get the, so they're never going to get the server thing to work because they're just never going to make the investment. So just let, you know, use somebody else's, use Netflix's network or use Amazon's. Or some you know, other that, online provider. I think they tried doing that because you remember not too long ago, Yera did meet with Netflix. No, no I understand. Part- remember, but their but their but their rights are up. I mean, you know, the, 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 this is you know these are image rights, and they're up in 2018. And he's already said, you know, I'm fielding all offers. And uh, and to me, I mean, if, if, if online is the way that they want to go, I mean. Could you imagine if they were online and, 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 and the, and the problems they're having now, if that was happening in this country, how upset people would be? <laughs> I mean, not that yeah. they are not upset. Obviously they're very upset in Mexico too. Don't get me wrong. But, but an online market I think is much more viable in the States than it is uh, Mexico for Chivas. Much more viable. Yeah. I agree with you that that's probably their end game. To do it here, but, but I, I think it's going to fail in the U S. But it, but yet, but that's what you have to understand. Well, is that it's it's great. It's gravy for them. That's right. It's gravy for them. I mean, if 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 they just sell the rights to uh, to, to to one of the one of the online providers, then it's just you know then they're, they're, they're just getting a check. They're on the gravy. They don't, they don't have to make that other investment. Biscuit wheels. <laughs> biscuit wheels. <laughs> So, but uh, but but the game. So, Hoa, uh, you mentioned earlier that uh, you thought that uh, that there may have been some some upper management men in the uh, starting lineup. Yeah, definitely, Yon. And uh, you think that the, 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 he, that the Almeida then was forced to use all of the the big money guys because like well this is a team that I bought to win the championship so we'll go win the championship with them. Yeah, I, I I do I do feel it was it was I mean I I do think he he ended up he ended up uh, telling them like because because he's always done that as far as like giving his input on and and uh, we've have I, well I have some like there's some there's some examples. Also, also, that could be 
you know, it's been printed. I'm not making this up or, or pulling it out of the ether. Um, it happened that because he owns his own team, which is uh, which is uh, damn, I can't, I can't forget, the, I can't remember the name. Um, you know why? Because the proof doesn't exist. That's why. No, what what is the name? Um, starts with a C. Coras. Coras, there you go. And uh, he had Tiburon Sanchez. You know, Tiburon Sanchez ended up uh, being fired less than twenty four hours after reaching the final in Liga de Ascenso. So he he took the team to Liga de Ascenso. Basically, what he claims is that they let him work up until the final. When it's like they started telling them, you know, what to do. They, interesting enough, they they lost that final to Necaxa on penalty kicks, which is uh, the Necaxa team that's right now in Liguilla. So the, you know, Necaxa had been working pretty hard for that team. But it, and, but it wasn't just uh, it wasn't just Tiburon Sanchez that they fired uh, quickly. Didn't they fire uh, Camoranesi quickly too? Yeah. Well, they replaced them with Camoranesi, and uh, even more interesting because this was going to be a Copa MX game against Chivas. So Higuera was already involved at Guadalajara. And uh, this was at the start of the match. So the match was delayed like 20 minutes because they got into this argument and Camarese ended up quitting. He ended up just right with the game about to start. He just quit or in delay. And, and he, he <laughs> so that was the second one. And then when... Uh, when he fired the De La Torres, I was, he was sending them emails about, about, you know, I think you should start so-and-so and this guy shouldn't be playing the team anymore. And and this is a guy with no football experience. He wasn't a former player. He never worked at a club. You know, he came in, you know, he bought his way in. And, and so, you know, there's, there's proof of him already, like just playing, you know, using that as his real life FIFA game. <laughs> That sounds like more uh, stretching it than actual proof, man. You know, like there was no. No, proof no, you, you can look Almeida, it up, dude. No, there's no proof that Almeida was told. Oh, you need to put up this lineup. You know, like what's his name? Uh, well, that's what I said. I believe. I'm not saying it happened. Yeah, we're exactly. not saying that it happened. It's just a theory. We're allowed to have yeah. theories, right? I guess. Yeah, that's that's my personal thing, and I had written before that. Um, I think with Almeida ultimately that he wasn't going to be allowed to to fully coach. Because not with a guy like Higuera right there, you know, just always having to have a say or, or you know, he's one of those dudes that's like, I, I, I know what's good for the team, you know. And, and if yes, he did it. It, it just seemed weird, Joel, and, 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 and it's the reason I asked you that, that the entire season he plays with, with, with uh, like four or five different guys. And then all of a sudden in, 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 this, in these games in America, these, these other guys end up playing. Now, La Volpe had to make changes to his lineup too, and then he was, you know, kind of, but, but his was more out of necessity than it was, uh, but, than but it was, you, you know, you know, know just, yeah. just to put guys in. And, and you know, the difference with La Volpe, he has Pelaez, who's been doing a really good job, and he's a soccer guy, you know. It, it's one thing, I, I could say that used to happen with America, where they'll have non-football people right there trying to manage the club. And, and, you know, they, they went through some bad times. And as soon as they put Pelaya, someone that has been involved with the sport all of his life, he, they've been very consistent, you know. If, right. If I'm not mistaken, the, the more 
the most consistent team in, in Liga MX. They have been, and, uh, you know, they've won a couple of championships. You know, I know America fans feel that they are, I'm not going to say entitled, but but have the expectation that they're going to win the championship every year, or at least die trying. More more on the win side than the die side, you know. Let's let's be honest. Contenders. And, I, I I don't think I, I don't think any of the guys feel that you know that they're that they're going to win every year, but to have to have a shot at it, you know, meaning like get get in the in the final stages of the playoffs, I think is is expected, but you know, not win every. Year. It's it's a it's a tough league. Ronnie, Ronnie, I, I want to ask you a question because I've seen a lot of criticism from America fans. Do you think these are new newbie fans? They weren't around through some of the dark times and have like unrealistic expectations. Ah, uh, yeah, I mean unrealistic expectations, and, and and that's the fault of the media, you know. Uh, you know, because they still keep spreading lies that you know America spends, you know. Tons of money on foreign players and stuff like that, and they. they yeah, I, have a, I have a question for you, Ronnie, uh, and yeah. uh, let me interrupt. But you know, you know, there's obviously you know, this is like a different guy, La Volpe. Do you think that his time at Chiapas, where <laughs> where he saw the players, you know, essentially just be you know terribly mistreated by management, you think that that kind of humbled him in a way? Say, hey, man, not everyone has it as as. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, some teams have better resources than others. So, you know, if you get an opportunity, then you should really, I, 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 really I, I think he, that may play a part because, I mean, he even, you know, that, that interview that he did with, you know, Jose Ramon where, he, you know, also with Banfield, saw the resources in Banfield, saw the resources, you know, in, 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 uh, in Chiapas. And honestly, I think he's getting up there in, in, uh, in age, at least, you know, I mean, he's still young. I mean, relatively speaking, he's still young. You know, um, he only, he only, he only has, he has cut his podologa sessions from three down to one. Because, but I think he knows that he's towards the end of his, you know, his coaching career, and I think he, I think he wants, you know, people to reflect that you know, he was a good guy. He's a good, you know, and I, and I think I think that's why you may be seeing the different tone. You're not as uh, as soberbio as 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 he has been in the past. That's that's for damn sure. It's interesting. So um, what? So what are the chances then that uh, when when us when Osorio crashes and burns, then is it going to be La Volpe that comes in and and and, and, and goes to the rest then? Uh, it all depends. I mean. If he says, I mean, you know, you know, when Mundial seen me, seen me, compadre Ricardo Pelaez. Um, honestly, I think the only guys <laughs> that are really making a case for themselves, you know, I, I still think, even forget that Tijuana lost, I still think that, you know, if I think that, I think that you can go back to Piojo, you know, if, well, if I mean, that, 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 that's the logical choice. That's, you know, if that happens, give it to Tuca yeah. or give it to, give it to Piojo. I mean, those are the guys that right now are doing really well. And speaking of Tigres, ay, 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 that was rough. Or shit, even I was, I was driving back from San Marcos, and by the time it took me like like thirty five minutes to get from you know from door to door, 
and Tigres had scored four goals. It was like, ah, geez. Yeah. So, Ouch. So, so I think, you know, you know, hypothetically, if Osorio was to, you know, get the boot and stuff like that, I think that for me, for me, the three, uh, the three obvious choices is Vucetich, um, Tuca, and, and Piojo. I mean, Vucetich winning with, you know, Copa Mekis, and, and obviously he got, I think he got, he's retiring, Ron. I think next season uh, he's moving I, up to GM, but you, you know, just real quick, it's a popularity contest, so, I think if Tuca wins, whoever wins the Liga MX, they're going to be up in the polls. <laughs> well, you know what? If, if America wins the Centenario, if America wins the Centenario, I think that that would put La Volpe uh, at the front front and center. Yeah, and then it's up to the elect- electoral like, FMF. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's like, hope it doesn't come to that, guys. Let's just hope it doesn't come to that. It always does, man. <laughs> Look, I'm well, still, hey, I'm still, I'm still hopeful that the crash and burn doesn't happen. Oh, the, the crash oh, with and burn. the the Osorio crash and burn. Well, yeah, he did I'm he hoping five he get at least two more games. Yeah. 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 So, no, I, I don't Daniel think he has You know who who also I mean, may uh, may throw their their uh, the Leon coach. I know it's early on, but I mean, nothing like someone who 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 plus the way he's come in and and. Cleaned up the mess that was there, and and I let's be really, honest, Dan, is he not is he not the best the best dressed coach you you you've seen in like fifteen years? Jeez, I'm a little man. partial to 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 Turco, man, because he you know he's Are big, you but, me? but he's big, but he he still wears he still this guy this guy's and... out there this guy's out there like like he's on like he's on the promenade deck on a cruise, you know, it it, 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 is, it is it is hilarious. Like some of his outfits, you you, you could see an old. Like 1970 science fiction movies as, as as their space uniforms. All right, it I'm is hilarious stuff. It is hilarious stuff. Like like George Costanza would wear his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is it is fantastic. So that that right there is reason enough to root for root root for Leon. Who does Leon play? They play Tigres. So that's gonna that's they're gonna score like nine ten goals in that thing. And uh, and then America plays Necaxa. So we have you know four uh, four traditional teams uh, in, in 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 the semifinals. It's always uh, it's always a good thing. Well, I think uh, that Leon has a big chance of winning. They're playing Tigres after all. So so you so 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 the intangible there, Fernando, is is that Tigres sucks. So that automatically gives Leon uh, like like an added thirty or forty percent chance of winning, just just on the suckage of Tigres. Hey, you know these French these Frenchies are gonna get tired eventually. So I, you know, I heard that what's it called? Kinya uh, uh, had to go to uh, hypnotic hypnosis session just to get back on track. Well, it worked. Well, it obviously worked. He'll probably go back again this week. <laughs> Don't mess with I know, me. I know. I uh, know. Here on the Dosacero, it seems like it's mental midgetry, as, as some some have put it. To, to but I think it's smart, man. Um, uh, I don't know why we should treat the brain mean? like any other, like differently than any other muscle. It, it needs work sometimes, and and it needs the, the the right kind of doctor to 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 get things straight sometimes. Because you know, people only use like three percent of their brain. I there you go. I actually agree with uh, 
everything down here, even though we're not called the Dos Acero Podcast. Anymore. Well, what, 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 what is it called now? Cantina MX? Cantina MX. MX. Or is it Cantina Sorry. MX? <laughs> Joel, what's 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 your verdict here? It's your name. Is it Cantina MX or Cantina MX? It's it's up to everyone's. Uh, or can I call it? Can I call it Cantina? Well, we're we're we're, we're Pocho, so so we have to say yeah. Cantina MX. And pronunciation doesn't matter, John. To me, it, it's it's John, and sometimes it's John. It's it's however you feel like it. All right. Well, well, Cantina, Cantina MX then is is uh, is is what we'll do. I like it. I like it. Need to uh, get that going. So back to uh, back to back to Tigres in there. Just uh, it was rough. It was rough. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I played the sad flute for me. It was. Uh, you know, I wasn't expecting the, the Pumas to win because, frankly, I knew that Tigres was uh, bound to wake up at some point. I was just hoping that maybe they could catch him while they were still asleep. They just have a great team, and uh, you know, I'm just—I've always been a Tuca fan, so it's like I, t- I take the good with the bad in these things. You know, I, I found myself sticking up and defending Valencia today at work. Oh man, was it the hard yoga pants? No, 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 no. It was just you know I, the guy, the guy that he he, he wasn't. Uh, he's a bit of a casual fan, but he was quick to to throw criticism and. and he's a and, casual Pumas fan. No, just a casual soccer uh, fan, uh, Liga MX fan, and doesn't. But he he's a little harsh with with, with your boy, and I, I was like, you know what? I'm like, this is his, one of his first go arounds. He's he's definitely working with a with a lesser team, really. Well, let's talk uh, about that. Okay, so so he, he he dresses like he has to go, like he's going to go mime at the Parque Alameda after the game, right? He's like, he has, yeah. like he's got the white makeup in his hand, in his in his pockets. Yep, that's all that's missing. But but the reality is is is, is that Pumas this season was 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 put together. I mean, they got rid of their best player. Where they sent him the Tigres, you know, the team that that just doesn't need another, you know, goal scoring forward. You know, consistent goal scoring. Yeah, well, let, let, let's just, you know, make him fifth string. So they get rid of their best player. And, but the, the good thing that, that, uh, Valencia did is that he started using the young kids again. And then they've, the young kids have been ignored for, you know, uh, when, when, uh, I guess when Tuca left the first time back in 2009. And so it, it, it's good that they're using the Canteranos again. And, and hopefully, uh, you know, if you can get one or two really good players out of that, then, then you can start uh, building around that, but but uh, yeah. So they just uh, they they weren't very good on the road. In fact, they were terrible on the road, and uh, it was it was tough this to take. Was, this was his first season, though, right? Yeah, his first season as a coach. He's a rookie. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's that's a pretty good performance. I mean, first time being a coach, taking Puma, so uh, you know, to to the playoffs. Losing to Tigres is, I mean, yeah, losing losing the way they did was rough, but but like you know, we we've talked about on the show before that there's a shortage of Mexican young Mexican coaches. So you know, I, I think it will, it'd be harsh uh, to to judge them just just based on this one game. Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, his the jury still, and you know, and and, and you know, as Ronnie said, uh, 
after the game, he's like, you know, hopefully, you know, Bumas has patience with him and Bumas always has patience with coaches. They, you know, they, what they run out of is money and then they can't pay the coaches and the coaches, leave, especially after, after they win. It's, uh, it's pretty amazing that every time after a coach wins that they end up leaving Pumas because I'm sure, you know, Pumas thinks that they have to pay them more. So that's why they end up leaving. But, uh, now had it been two more goals, would we be talking, um, still it's just one game? You mean it would have been would have been seven zero? No, because five zero is five zero is respectable. Five zero is a respectable ass whipping. Uh, I'm not trying, man. I went. I'm there. <laughs> it's a, it's a respectable ass whipping when you when you lose five zero. You know, no. that's... Hey, apples and oranges, Dan. <laughs> apples and oranges. Okay, it's I, true. I, I, was, I just and, and, and I'll say, and the reason I say that, Dan, and the reason I say that is because. Uh, Pumas does not have a generation of 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 of, of uh, great players, and you know, and and I made a. Con- I don't know if you were uh, on. on Daniel Verón uh, is that good? What's that? Dario Verón is that good, man? Velarde, man, that Dario Verón has been playing in for thirteen years, dude. He's in his like mid fifties now. Yeah, I know. And, and it's funny I mean, because geez. I'm surprised uh, Leandro Gusto isn't playing still. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And, and I didn't know—I don't know if you—if you were on earlier, but I was talking like I asked the guys that they saw the, you know, the uh, the football picante where uh, Tonio Garcia and and I forget the other guy and and, and Saga—they were basically getting in a yelling, you know, match because the one guy was talking about how uh, you know, uh, you know, Pumas, you know, it's like you know that Veron, and he's trying to pl- place the blame all on on, on Pumas' defense. And, and particularly Veron, because you know Pumas is like, what well, they can't they can't produce another defender. I mean, they they still have to rely on a guy that's thirty seven years old. And I mean, I think it was uh, I think it was harsh criticism. I don't think it was an act, you know. But I understand the guy's sentiment that you know there's a lot of things that Pumas has not done that goes against their very own philosophy of producing players. And, there's and no that, question. I mean, it's you're absolutely right. So. It, it, I mean, it, it, I, I can't even, I can't even remember the last time. I guess the last kid that they produced that was any kind of decent was Moreno. And that was going on 10 years ago. I, well, I, I think the last guys that really, and, and, and they only, they only did pretty well for just a little bit was what, uh, Efrain and the, and the other guy, uh, Pablo Barrera. But after that, really, they haven't. Yeah. Well, Barrera got hurt, unfortunately. That yeah. Was... So, 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 but it, even even if they haven't been producing their their own players, even having a group of play a combination of players from other teams and and foreigners, they haven't had it. Uh, they don't have a great generation per se. So I, I I don't I don't. That's why I don't. That's why I wouldn't compare Palencia and Osorio's Osorio seven nothing ass whooping and Palencia's five uh, uh, five you know zero nothing because. You know, one Palencia is starting early in his career, coaching career. Uh, Osorio, he's already been at it for quite a while now. Uh, and, and also Osorio, he has a great, he has a great, uh, combination of, of young players, of veterans. You know, it's a golden generation and Palencia doesn't have that. So I, I just, I just think that I would, I would give Palencia, I would give Palencia more time. And and I'd like to see Pumas get back to what they used to do very well, produce players. It benefits everybody when that happens. Yeah, it does. It, it truly does. So hopefully, hopefully they're on uh, they're on they're on the right track. So what happened to your boy uh, Piojo there, Joel? And Cholo's got a meltdown. 
the mistake uh, in and then and, 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 and then and then did the uh, the classic well it was the ref's fault that's true it's true I believe him too <laughs> uh, for those of us who missed it uh, can you uh, elaborate as to what happened I didn't see it but I know it's true <laughs> I, I know that the what first about, time... about it being the ref's fault <laughs> yeah <laughs> No, I didn't. I didn't watch that game. You know, no, I'm sorry. I, I'm like, I left when they were up. I, I actually, I don't know. I, I fell asleep after they were up three, nothing, thinking the game's already in the bag. And then I wake up the next morning, dude, and I'm like, what the fuck? You know, I did the exact same thing, and I was like, minute like seventy six or seventy seven. Ah, nothing's gonna happen. These next fifteen minutes, I crashed, and uh, sure enough, I did the same thing. But. uh yeah, I mean, it was it was not a surprise that that Leon was uh, was, was going to give up that lead. Uh, their their defense is just not very good, so that's why they're. Uh, but they're all, but their offense is fantastic. I mean, that and you know, again, they got the coach with the cabana wear, so that's uh, just makes a great combination. It's it's like he's running out of the house yelling at the kids for for for, for walking on his lawn, you know, and, and that's what he's wearing. Uh-huh. There's an interesting tweet. I think it was by Fayed Dolson, uh, <clears throat> where he uh, basically talked about Pachuca, you know, being eliminated and how I I don't remember how he said it, but basically it's to the to the effect that you know they they need to be criticized and you know it's time that that they start criticizing Pachuca. The way you would criticize a uh, uh, Chivas, or the way that you would criticize an America, and, I, and I've been saying that for well, years. they are they are el equipo de Mexico, so they they, yes. they, they they definitely deserve the criticism. Yes, because I mean, Pachuca and I've and I've said this for years and years, and I know Hoyley knows that I've said this for years that there have been times where like Pachuca would like be, they would you know they would win the title one season, and then the following season they wouldn't even qualify, and I think they did that like on two or three occasions, and like Chivas would. And the press wouldn't say shit. And you know, I think it's time where you know, I mean, look, look, look at Chivas right now. I mean, they, they they got eliminated. They haven't they haven't been as consistent as Pachuca, but they get shit on by the press, and, and rightly so. But you know, Pachuca's elimination, hmm, yeah. Other than you know, maybe a couple of regional you know papers, no one says a damn thing. Well, it's just. Uh, well, I mean, there's your answer right there. You, you, you have a you have a you have a serious problem with Pachuca. It, it, it's like a whole it's like an old money new money thing. Did you see the way that they <laughs> mow their lawn in that pattern? Oh my god! <laughs> it's like, like like in the movie The Burbs. You know that guy just rubs me the wrong way. Right. You know. Exactly. Oh my god! Look at their Christmas lights. <laughs> they do. I'm not gonna lie. They do rub me the wrong way. You know, I, I, I'm, I am shocked. I am shocked that uh, the NBC News decided to show that game online instead of on one of their uh, on one of their television channels. I had no idea that I was. I mean, I was like flipping around. I was like, "Where is this stupid game?" And then when I saw it was online, I was like, "Man, I'm gonna have to, you know, deal with that." So I didn't watch it. I, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I, uh, I did not get to see. But apparently, according to reports, they were they were rough on our boy uh, Chucky. Apparently, they were cutting him down pretty good, and the ref wasn't. Wasn't flashing yellow for doing it. So, 
that's unfortunate that that's what they that's the tactic they use. But you know, I guess I guess it worked. Sometimes you have to win games like that. I guess. Yep. So I guess uh, for for America, that I guess that's what you're going to have to expect from Nikaxa is a bunch of hacking. A lot of hacking, and, and I do expect a lot of uh, elbows, bunk- sharp elbows. A lot of bunkering. Will there be blood? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think uh, now I think you know I've, this to me I, is, a, is this is like a mini classico. I've always thought. You know, the, I mean, I know, I know it's different now that they're now Ascalientes, but they're like stepbrothers. Like you're not my stepbrother. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or they just or there was a show. Uh, what is it? Uh, House of Lies. I've never watched that on Showtime. I was, where, I was, where the last deal, they're, they're, it's a consulting firm. The last deal they were doing with these 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 two brothers that, like, their dad made them fight all the time. So like like even as 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 grown men. They just decide that, like, in order for them to hash it out, they just have to just just beat the crap out of each other. Is, that, is actually, that what we're gonna? Is that what we're gonna see? I you think, think so. I was actually gonna Photoshop, that, you know, like a scene from Step Brothers, where they're like both in, in, in bed, right? You know? And and it's like you know where uh, Dale and Brennan, it's like you're curly headed fuck. Oh, I'm a curly headed fuck. You know, they're just talking crap to each other. This is a house of learned doctors. You're not a doctor. <laughs> they just talking smack to each other. <laughs> so they first move into you know to the house. That's a I good think, movie. I like that movie. Yeah. What do you think, Kyle? Wait about the movie or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, yeah. yeah about the, about the whole the whole stepbrother thing, man. It's uh. Yeah, because they're not real brothers anymore. So, I mean, they can still be stepbrothers, right? No, wasn't Nekaxa at one point owned by Televisa, right? That, that's, yes, they were. Yeah. They were. Like even mid nineties, right? It was yeah, it was in the mid nineties. I don't know if anybody uh, it was, remembers. It was that, that was a team. Oh my god, that was a team. Yeah. Because they had uh, they had Pelaez and they had uh, Garcia Aspe. Yeah. And they, and had Am- they had Ambris, Ivo Basay, and Nacho Ambris. Yeah. They won what two or three or four? They won two. They won two, two but but they won. But uh, that was back when. But that was back when it was the full season. Yeah, so it was, it was much harder. Se- it was much harder. Uh, that's what that's what basically prompt uh, prompt up uh, La Puente to the national team. Right. Uh, well, that and, and obviously you know well. well yeah. The was, of, of, uh, what's his name? Boromilutinovic. <laughs> You know, you don't, you don't, I don't think you've earned the right to trash Mora. Dude, I'm not no. trashing him. I was actually saying that uh, he got robbed. He had the. Well, he did get Yeah, he, he qualified the Mexican national team to the World Cup just because just he tied Azteca. You know, say he got robbed. He gave it to La Puente. He tied. He tied wow. Twice. You know, it's funny because you, you, uh, you know, in the previous, you used that exact same argument, the exact same argument as a point against Mora. No, oh man, it was terrible. He qualified. He qualified for the World Cup just by getting the tie at the Azteca. You should be fired for that. I believe those are your exact words. No, man, you never. I never criticized, but I always been like to to this day. I was angry at that time when he got fired 
And I was at when I was, yeah. you know, I think I did, was did you want to, did you want to call, did you want to call the, uh, <laughs> so did you want to call FMF <laughs> and just get a phone? Hey, you, you, you're cool. I'm out. Actually, I think you're confusing me with Ronnie. Ronnie is the one who's always criticized Bora. I always thought he was, he was an excellent coach. I don't think, I don't think, I think. No, I think it was you, Fernando. I'm, I'm pretty sure because usually in any, any any kind of crazy outlandish position, you know, no. you know, an outlier is, 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 is usually is, is 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 right up your alley, Fernando. No, no, I'm serious. I I always like Bora, and I I think you're confusing with somebody else. I always. All right. Like well, if you say so, you know, I am getting old. I mean, I can I can't get my computer to work for 45 minutes, so you know. It's very, uh, very sad. So, so we got this, uh, so, so Necaxa is playing America. Now, America does not have Sambuesa. Ronnie, how big a deal is not having Sambuesa? Is that, is that going to cost La Juanpe a chance to, to finally get the big, with the big, the big win to punctuate his career? Uh, you know what? Sometimes, depending on a player, it's a double-edged sword. Um, I think I think America will be able to find new opportunities. You know, um, you know one of the things like you know, for example, that America did um, against Chivas is that they kind they kind of spread out the attack. You know, you know on the different flanks, and they also you know tried to go you know through the middle. So I mean, they tried a couple different things to do. You know, and and I think that that I think you know America needs to keep doing that. You know, Ronnie, Ronnie, you know, you know, you know who's close to, to opening the oyster right now? Like, like really close is, uh, is, uh, the goal scientist. He is, he's on the verge of scoring a huge goal. Who? The goal scientist. Oh, he's scientific. He's played well, man. He has played well. He's, he's getting trashed, man. He, look, you know what? My Darwin, he, one, it's like that last pass that you know that he's missing. You know, sometimes he's just a little too. I think I think he's he's starting to play a little better. But I, I just think that sometimes I, I think he needs to work on on, on that last pass, or or, or or actually shoot when he has a better shot on you know like you know opportunity. But you know there. Were, I think I think that there were you know two or three plays where I think you know maybe could have done better, or you know if Darwin would have passed or rather than I don't want to say I don't want to say the word you know ball hog or anything like that, but you know sometimes I I notice that you know Darwin would keep on to the, keep on uh, you know keep the ball a little too long, or, or not make the right pass at the right time. Um, but. Uh, other than that, I, I think that he's starting to do a little bit better with with America because I know that you know for the longest time I kept saying that you know he's been giving so many opportunities and he hasn't you know really capitalized as whereas opposed to where you know Mickey you know Arroyo the you know it seems like you know when there's a pressure situation he tends to come up pretty you know he tends to come up. And, were you and, were you, you surprised know, that La Volpe didn't throw him on for the last ten minutes, or were you I wasn't happy surprised. that he decided to play defensively? No, no, I think I think I think it had to do with the injuries. That's why he. Uh, I kind of knew that he, that Mickey wasn't going to play because of the injuries, you know. 
Um, uh, again, I think I think Mickey. You know, if I were to pick between Mickey and Mickey, and I know that they're different positions, but you know, Mickey and 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 and, and Darwin, because I know that I've been critical of those two players because of you know. I, well, let's put you in that situation. So, remember that scene in in, in, in was it Batman where Maggie Gyllenhaal is is, is tied to a missile? It's Two Face, right? And Two Face yeah. is, is 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 tied to a pack. So, if you have Darwin Quintero tied to a of a huge bomb, and, uh-huh. and 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 Mickey Arroyo, you know, the same way. And you can only save one of them. Who, who are you going to save? I think I would save Mickey. Yeah. Mickey, Mickey, Mickey. I mean, honestly, I, so, I mean, aside from Mickey, you know, I can't really remember the last player aside from Pardo in America that, you know, that, you know, would score on, on set pieces at, at key, at key points, you know. He is a huge asset to have. He, see, that's. That, I mean, he's, he has scored some pretty big goals on set pieces. Uh, other than that, I don't remember really America play, you know, another America player that has given America pretty, you know, pretty important, you know, goals off of set pieces, you know, aside, aside, aside from, you know, when, when Bebe Pardo left. Uh, so I, I just wish that, you know, Mickey Arroyo would be a little more consistent, you know, throughout you know, the league. Now, granted, he hasn't been playing full-time. I, I, I don't know the why. Um, but, you know, I think he has more merit than, than Battle. But, but, but doesn't his doesn't his intangible of, you know, being such a great free-kick guy and, you know, and, 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 and having, well, essentially just having a lethal shot, doesn't that outweigh the, the, the importance of, of, of his inconsistency, you know, whether or not he's inconsistent? No, because I, I think, you know, I think, you know, the coach wants to, you know, build the attack. And, you know, if you're going to have one player that is going to be, you know, consistently inconsistent, I think that that could throw, you know, a monkey in the wrench there, you know? We don't want monkeys with wrenches. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, sorry. Oh, That's... shit. No. That 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 uh, that definitely would uh, would 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 not be good. So between the two, so the so, so not playing. Does America still win? Or is it going to be? Or do we see America in the final run? You know what? You give, know, give me the head and give me the heart. I, I what, think what, America what, can pass. Yeah. No, the, the head says America can win, but it's it's not going to be as easy as people think. It's like no, like, no, it's going to be. It's gonna be tight. It's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be a close. You know, it's gonna be yeah. attrition. If you were a smoker, would it be a would it be a half a packer or a full packer? You think that second that second leg? I think it would be a full pack. All right. Well, that's that that's I think that that's probably uh, that's probably right. I think you know if you know if uh, if I'm if if Pachuca can can somehow get a lead and then take a lead into the Azteca, then uh, I hope they wear extra shin guards. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's going to be a rough game. I think it's going to be one of those type of games where Miki could be the hero because where I think it's going to have to come from a set piece. Or right you when know, they're, they're going to have plenty of opportunities because they're going to foul the hell out of them. Yeah, they're going to do everything they can to disrupt. You know, Sambo is overrated. I think actually Sambo's I mean, not playing, dude. Sambo's yeah, out. Yeah, no, that's exactly what I was going to say. That I am actually, you know, glad for him. Why do you think he's, he's overrated? Well, he's just a guy that just goes out there and, you know, 
para dar el putazo, you know, he, just, he doesn't really, you know, go out there to play as a team or encourage, like, Michael Arroyo is a much better alternative than... You must, you must watch different games than I do, because I, I see Sam Buesa as a player who's, who's just completely mature. Because he came in through Pumas, uh, like 10 years ago, and he was, you know, you could tell that he had talent, but he was, like you said, he was a hothead, but he's, uh, I mean, I, I, I see a guy who's just, uh, I mean, just a completely different ball player. Well, you know, we'll see. Uh, hopefully, Michael Arroyo does play because he always, like, in this last game, he put the team on his back. You know. So, Fernando, are you, are you are you rooting for America because of La Volpe? Well, La Volpe has always been one of the best coaches in the league. That's not what I'm down. asking. You. So, given the choice, so so you 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 favor La, you want La Volpe to do well. Regardless yeah. of, of what happens, you want him to do well. Regardless of, regardless of what team, ooh, what the, was that? <laughs> regardless of of, 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 uh, of what team he's playing, what team he's coaching, you want you want him to have success. Yeah, absolutely. You know, he's a, one of the best coaches that Mexico has produced. So, you know, like, and it also produced a style of play that has worked very well for Mexico. Okay. All right. So you're rooting for America. <laughs> I wish him success. Let wish us be clear. Success. Let us be clear that at eleven forty nine PM <laughs> Fernando said <laughs> decided that had admitted to rooting for America. Hey, uh, so let's go ahead, let's go ahead and, and put that in, in the record. Here we go. It's the record. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. I did not. Did well, you, uh, it's, it's on the record. Did you catch uh, the the interview, the post game, uh, the pressure with uh, La Volpe after the game with Chivas? And he where he where he praised him. Nacho? Where he where where yeah he did that, but he also started talking tactics, talking about uh, you know tactics you know with the press, and it's and it's you know I I mean you guys I'll I'll post it up on on Twitter later, but where you can actually see how he talks tactics and I kept thinking it's like. Why can't Osorio talk tactics like La Volpe? Because, you know, it, it seems like, you know, when Osorio, you know, talks tactics, it's just, it's all convoluted. It's all. It's Ronnie, like, if, if I didn't know any better, if I didn't know, I would think that you, you're starting to get a, get a soccer crush on La Volpe. You're, you're, you're crushing on La Volpe. I absolutely agree with you've that. Got, you've, you've gone soft on La Volpe. Oh, I, and I said, no, and I it's the other way around. He's kind of hard on La Volpe. <laughs> well, that is, that is certainly one way of looking at it. Certainly one way of looking at it. But now I told, I told you this. I'm, I am, you know, nostalgic because I know that, I know that the, that the old guard, their days are, their, their, their days are coming to an end, you know, like the Busa Beach, the Mesas, the, the La Puentes, the, the La Voltes, and, and you know. The See, league. you just gave you just gave me the the greatest idea for for how Mexico should approach the World Cup. You know how they do that rotaciones, right? That's it. It's not working out. When they fire a Osorio, they should do a rotaciones of of coaches and bring in La Volpe <laughs> and La Puente and Mesa and have them That's each coach game. You know. That's great. You know, and then Tuca, and then just let them each coach a game, and then and then whoever gets to the to the to the to the to the quinto partido, they have you know they have to have a like a like a like a tequila shot drinking contest to see you know the last man standing. <laughs> That's great. That's great stuff. God damn it, man! I wish this was true. <laughs> that would be. Uh... So he's not going to get fired first of all because he's going to do very well. 
and second, the rotation has already proven that they work because look at his record. Only one loss in la- all last year. Against so this two. year. You know, hey, he played, you know, you know, good tournament, you know, and the World Cup qualifying, so. I'm not going to be the dead horse, okay? I'm tired. <laughs> See, this is, this is, this is, uh, this is unfortunate because I, I had the perfect opportunity to use this tonight when they were talking about uh, La Volpe and Ronnie's uh, newfound affectations for him. And I have the new sound effect. I could have put, but I didn't do it. And I'm so mad at myself for missing out on the opportunity. Would have, the comic time, he would have been perfect. You say La Volpe se le para, verdad? And, and uh, well, that's uh, some other discussions. But yeah, I would have. Would have uh... Now, now, speaking of Osorio in Mexico, I guess we could go ahead and close it. There were some big news over the weekend. They, they, they have found out who they would be playing at the Confederations Cup. They uh, start the tournament with uh, Portugal. And that Beto was so happy for that. Oh, can you? Yeah, he was. He was. He was. Uh, he was very happy with that. Yeah. Beto, he, uh, do you have uh, anything for Man Crush Mondays? I think. I think he might be asleep. Yeah. Because he is. Tired. He is muted. Yeah. So I think that he. Uh, he said he was going. He was going to leave us on, but then, but then train off. So that they they play Portugal and then they play New Zealand, if I'm not mistaken, right? And then they play Russia. That's it. So obviously the Portugal game is the key game in, 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 in the whole thing. Yeah. Well, or the Russian, uh, you know, they can still get a result versus Russia. Mexico has done very well against the host of any tournament. Well, that's true, but but the, but the thing is that only two go through, and if they lose against Portugal, then it's going to make it very, very difficult. But not impossible. Well, but you have to have the expectation that everyone's going to beat New Zealand. So everyone's going to – I mean, Mexico has to win that game, obviously. And uh, so they have to have the three points from that. And then they have, they have to get some points off uh, one, if not both, in, in order to advance. So the Portugal game is the key. And Portugal is yeah. a European champion, uh, but they played it, again, a very uh, a very defensive style. So it's not like – I mean, obviously, you have to worry about Ronaldo, but – it's a team that is very beatable, as far as I, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, and you know one of the things that uh, if, if if Mexico is doing well in the hex, if Mexico is doing well in the hex, I think that there's going to be a lot less pressure uh, in in the Confederations Cup because if you remember the last Confederations Cup. You know, by that time, you know, Chepo and, and the national team, it was just. Oh, yeah, they were it just. Was, it, it, was in a complete it was just too rep- It was a yes, mess. Yes. It was a mess. And, you know, and obviously because, you know, of, you know, the, the, the Mexico kept getting, you know. You know what it was hard. like, Ronnie? It was, it was like watching two ugly people try to kiss and they were like, like they weren't into it. And then, like, you're like, <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I hope, I hope for the sake, you know, for Mexico's sake, that you know Osorio is, is doing well, or you know, that the team is doing well in the qualifiers. They're getting the points at home, and and you know, so so when the Confederation Cup comes again, you know they won't have that pressure. You know, I'm starting to think, uh, Ronnie, that, that 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 the home games with Osorio to me are, are going to be the real true tests. Because there's so much, you know, especially now, there's so much more pressure for Mexico to win at home than there is on the road. 
and and since they really can't feed off the crowd as much as uh, as as they would like, it, it seems like you're right. If, if if they can somehow you know maintain that momentum, then it's going to you know they'll at least have some confidence to go and I think they might have a good tournament. Now, the one thing yeah. that, I, that I would prefer that Mexico does, and I'm not going to lie, I, I gotta I gotta give it up to Osorio. I think that the way that he's managing the the expectation and the um, the I guess the management of of, of getting the team where, where where they want it to be. You know, he's he's been saying some stuff that we've all been saying for years, and uh, you know, you know whether it happens or not is, uh, is 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 a different story. But you know, you know, Dan pointed out uh, last week that uh, Osorio said that they're going to you know possibly maybe you know think about playing some games outside of Azteca which uh, may not be such a bad thing since most of the players are from Europe and they don't, they don't play at altitude either. So why on earth would you make them play at altitude in your home game? Yeah. Well, I mean, they were also played a lot of games outside of a stake. I mean, they played some in, in, uh, in what is it? Uh, Puebla, I think. In well, they play, they play with a Monterrey for sure. And they play one in San Luis Potosí. If they want, but they, but if they, they play, play the important ones in Azteca. And you know, I'm fine with that, but I mean, don't play all of them. I mean, if it's, you know, there's no reason why uh, the new Monterrey Stadium, you know, sh- shouldn't shouldn't get one. And uh, I think it's uh, it's it, it's definitely something to look at. And the other thing he was talking about it, it was something this week, and he was saying that uh, you know he he would prefer that if Mexico is going to play friendlies to to not have not, not play all of them in the U.S., which. Again, you know, something we've been saying for years, and now you know I'm, I'm fine with that too. And so, there's also like, a, like I was reading that Santiago Manos was saying that they they might have two different Mexican national teams in this summer. No, I don't. I don't want that. That's that. No, let's let let's. That is ridiculous. They did it before. I'm just saying that they might do that for the Gold Cup. Yeah, like if the calendar if the calendar does get congested. And what, what's interesting is they might give the, you know, like like they could do um, give give the team to to a coach like La Volpe maybe or or Piojo. That would be interesting if something like that happened. Ooh, that imagine the pressure if 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 Osorio crashes out of the Confed Cup and then La Volpe wins the Gold Cup with like the U twenty three team. <laughs> well. You know that they could do like the same thing with uh, they did did with um, when Chepo and Luis Fernando Tena. You know, I, if Mexico was was to take an alternate team to the Gold Cup, then then just say now, hey, we're gonna send like a, you know, you know, you know, you know, send a team that can actually you know gain something from it. So send a U twenty three team or like you know or, or you know make make sure that and then with a couple of refuerzos, but don't. Don't just send like a, a, a B Liga MX team. Yeah, no, it makes it makes no sense. I would much rather them than them use a U twenty two or U twenty three team. Yeah, I I do agree. That's a bad idea because it didn't work in the past. Like, what was it in that Copa America in two thousand eleven? They really didn't win anything. No, the two thousand. Oh, that was uh, an unfortunate uh, two thousand fifteen. I'm set of circumstances because I'm. That's actually one of one of my one of my big regrets was was not being able to see that 
but by maybe got the 2011 team play because no, they no. would have been really good. No, that's a, I, the one I was t- uh, talking about was the 2015 one. Sorry. Oh yeah, that one. That one was uh, well. They had, yeah, it was not, not nearly as good. But uh, so the was the Vosso came out as a hero. <laughs> Another one. So, yeah, actually, you know what I would have done for that? For that, if they were going to do an alternate team for 2015, I would have sent a team of nothing but naturalizados, <laughs> all 23, to play the other Copa America. Seriously. Well, and the guy that I thought that that, that, that totally deserved uh, a, a chance to play Copa America and didn't get it was Chaco. Chaco Jimenez. I was very disappointed that Chaco didn't get to go to Copa America. Yeah, that guy. That guy's. Like I, did, I, did, I think he did deserve it. He's good enough, but I don't know what's going to happen with this. That was something that I just read today, and I was they're going to have an um, alternate. They're thinking about it. They're they're exploring the the, the possibility of having uh, an alternate. By that was some, something that Santiago Baño said. But hey I was guys, like, wow. you out of here? To, yeah, it's one o'clock. Uh, All right, Ronnie. Well, thank you. Hey, Ronnie, I'll just. I'll just, I'll just give you just a little taste before you leave. Pero no llega, se va. Thank you. Make sure you do your, uh, before you go to sleep, ask to Ave, Ave Maria a la, a la Volpe. To la Volpe statue. Ave America. Ave America. <laughs> Thanks, Ronnie. Well, yeah, we're going to probably wrap it up here, ourselves here and here and here in a minute. Well, oh, and then the other thing that I, that I saw that Osorio did was when when it came time to prepare for the for the two qualifying games, you know, instead of flying to Mexico City and doing, well, let's just say uh, extracurricular activities at the at the CAR, they fly straight to Columbus and they actually you know get a couple extra practices in. I'm about to drink some haterade, but was that his call? Uh, oh Jesus well, Christ! <laughs> I mean, do we have? Whose call do you think it could have been? They also took a, a charter, I believe, uh, back to Mexico. It could, really? I mean, yeah. I mean, usually they talk about it. I don't know if he said, if he mentioned anything about it, you know. But if it well, is, hey, hey, if it is, that's, you know, more power to him. But So so you're not entirely convinced that this is what he was doing? Well, I'm not sure. That's what I'm saying. If if, if it was, if it was that, that very smart. Do, do you do you not want to believe? <laughs> no, just because I think FMF just how they do stupid things. I think well, see that, a lot but of that's times the they thing, do though, good is, good is, things is, as well. Is that I think that the well, you know, whoever it is, whether it's 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 Banyos or or if it's Osorio or if it's anybody else. I mean, personally, I think it has to be one of those two. Just because. They've never done it like this before, and uh, you know, the, I mean, you know, it had to take somebody, an outsider, to come in and say, "What the hell are you guys doing, doing it this way?" That's you exactly know, and, and what maybe, I was maybe, say. maybe it could have been Bielsa explaining to. Uh, <laughs> I'm serious, you know, when he said, you know, we said, "Hey, when I was in the qualifying, if I was if I was playing in Paraguay, I'm not going to fly to, you know, have my guys fly, you know, to Chile and then I fly to, you know, across the continent, back over to Paraguay or Brazil, wherever it is. I had, you know, people just flying there, and then we." You know, we, we we then we travel together after that. No, it. I, you, I, you know, what? Toil answered his own question. You know, the 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 FMF FMF always been doing 
stupid mistakes like this, you know. And now the biggest, you know, the only different variable now is that Osorio is in charge, and he obviously made some changes. That's the reason he will tell you that. Well, you know what? He is the only different factor in this, this scenario. So, but when we talk about El Tri, the coach is never truly in charge. As much as we like to believe that, that's just never really the case. Well, maybe that's case is different because obviously something different happened, right? No, I said overall. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, it's, it's an entirely different approach, and then and and that's what uh, you know, you know, and, and you know, maybe it's Cantu. You know, Cantu was the travel agent. You know, he was the travel agent back in '05, right? Yeah. He was the one that had to buy all the tickets. So maybe maybe he's the one that realized, man, this was idiotic the way we were doing this. <laughs> Hey, it could I, be I'm serious. I'm serious. I mean, there was or, a huge. There was a huge. I mean, this this is not a little thing. This is changing the way they did business for years. I mean, you have to understand that this is. I totally agree, and I think that maybe the the catalyst was uh, Osorio. You know, like, hey, look, you know, let me let's talk about this. You know, you we need to find a better way to have more time. You know, to come with a solution and. Uh, in regards to time, and I'm pretty yo sure. Yo no quiero problemas, yo quiero soluciones. Exacto. <laughs> exacto. Have you guys ever gotten that speech? Usted no más vino para traerme problemas, yo quiero soluciones. Actually, no, that's the first time I heard of that. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that the, the difference is that there is a, a different catalyst, and that's Osorio right here, in this case. Hey, Pern, bring, I would like to use what you said, proof. Can you bring us proof that it was him? Hey, we're talking circumstantial right here. You know, like I said. No, no, I'm, but I'm asking for proof. The proof is in the pudding, man. All you got to do is pudding? No, I want, <laughs> I want maybe an article or, or a press conference where he talks about it because I'm sure there probably is. A lot of times okay. we don't pay attention to these things. But... <laughs> All right, Joel. <laughs> I'll see what I can do for you just to, uh, to satisfy your conspiracy theories. No, it's not conspiracy. It's just, uh, you know. Hey, you know how you, how you have? Oh, hang on a second, hold on. You know how you have your theories about Chivas, right? This yeah. is just a theory about about FMF. No, no, but see, I back him up. Uh, <laughs> I don't just say it. I, I'll, I'll, uh, you know, I reference my story. Right I reference hey, my look, story. the the evidence the evidence is circumstantial. It, it is it is circumstantial evidence, but. You know, I, I think that there's a lot of there. You know, I think we, if we look at the transitive property here, you know, if 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 if, if you know, there's there's some variables that, that that are that are in place that weren't in place before, and then all of a sudden things change. So it just it just kind of makes you wonder. You know, hopefully, and hopefully it was a collective decision. Hopefully they all realized that hey, we have to do this a different way, and moving forward, whether it's Osorio or whether it's Cavino or whether it's uh, Bora or whoever is coaching the team, that that, that 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 this is how they do stuff from now on, and then that, that's the important thing. So whether yeah. it was a sodio or, and then and, and hopefully that'll be the case. No, no, I think it's it's a very brilliant, um, you know, brilliant move, and it's something you had talked about before in earlier podcasts that you said this is what FMF should do. I would just yeah. like to, you know, so I'm not trying to discredit anyone. I just think. Do you do you think do you think Joel? Do you think Joel <laughs> that it could be that all this time we're thinking that it's a sodio and and Baños and and, and, and and Cantu, do you think that maybe they're fans of of, of the previous, until now known as the Dos Acero Football Podcast, that, that they listen and, 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 
Este güey tiene razón, mira. No, we talked about it going way back to Cachirules. That's true. So, so maybe they've been fans for a while. They've been fans for a while. So it could be, it could be, it could be us. He was one of the three listeners. That, that affected change. <laughs> hey, hey, we, we are, we are up to four listeners now. Come on, man. We've, our, no. our audience has, has increased no, no. 33% week over week. <laughs> You know, anybody else would kill for ratings like that. Absolutely, <laughs> I would. <laughs> wow, Paul! But you know, they can always listen to the podcast as, as everyone else can. You can download on iTunes, so maybe that's how they're listening, Because we do have we we do have quite a we our our downloads are actually into. I'm not gonna lie, and they're into triple digits. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, <laughs> it happened. It happened. Yeah. Yeah, we get more listeners. Huh? Yeah, so after after the show is done, right? And we need to work on that 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 guest that we were that we, we need to work on. Oh yeah, there's a few there's a few good uh, guests that bring some interesting stuff to the table. Uh, one that I'm sure Dan would really appreciate. See, will be uh, a That's lot of right. good info, inside info on Santos. That's right. That's did exactly Dan, right. Well, did, did Dan leave? No, Dan's just me. <clears throat> yeah, I'm here. So, what, Dan? Sure. Tell us, tell us what you think about Furch. I'm excited, man. Yeah. I, I, yeah. He. he the, uh, the times I've seen uh, Veracruz play, he's 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 going Yeah. No, actually, I, very I'm, I'm very excited. I'm very excited about about next season. Uh, they they seem to finish on a on a positive note with a couple of wins and. Um, they looked the last game. They looked probably the best they they had. So yeah, optimistic. Dan, do you uh, do you think that 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 Chepo has a chance to win a championship at Santos more so than Almeida does? Do you think it could happen faster than than anything Chivas does? Oh man, I'm jealous at that question. Yes, yes, I've been actually, waiting for absolutely. that the whole week. <laughs> Sorry, Dan. Sorry, uh, no, I, well, I can't that. no, no, no. I, um, I, I absolutely think it's possible. Just like I think it's possible that it's possible that that uh, La Volpe and and Chepo both troll uh, Vergara. So, That's very true. Um, so we could look at it like that, guys. We, we could we could all be on the same team. <laughs> yeah, but, no. Uh, he's, he's, I was looking at Chepo's stats, and he he makes. He makes a liguilla consistently, uh, so I think with they needed a, a good quality striker. I think maybe one or two more players. Um, they, they could they could be contenders. And the other thing is that, and, and we'll try to talk about it when we get our guest. Santos has like a group of like four or five uh, youth players that are, you know, they're grooming not just for Liga MX but for the national team. So. So you're saying, you're saying the exciting times for Santos fans. Are you talking about like a, what is it, like a Vela and um, Molina? There's a few. I don't, I don't, I'm not yeah. too. Vergara's going to send over Guli to Santos. That's, that's going to be his revenge. <laughs> watch hey. him, watch him, uh, watch him turn yeah, things they, they, around. The bullet will blow up. Hey. Yeah, that's I exactly what will happen. Are they still sponsored by Corona? Then that would... Gulit played better when he would show up drunk to practice, man. Well, they used to. Uh, you know what? And, if, and this is what cracks up about people. 
And it's, oh, my God, he showed up drunk. Well, you know what? If, if he plays drunk and if he plays better drunk, then you know what? Let him get drunk. Yeah, I got a conspiracy theory on this, on this ghoulie stuff, man. Uh-oh. I was Uh-oh. thinking. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> what? All right, go ahead. The, so, so check it out. But he's been <laughs> insistent. Uh, Almeida's been insistent on putting ghoulie in the starting lineup for all these games, and they end up going out. I think it's like he put he must hate Guli or there must be some type of argument, locker room heat or something, where he says, I'm gonna put Guli in and the fans are gonna hate him because he's gonna suck it up so bad. That, you know that, what I think he's happened? Gonna, he's gonna turn into the villain and, and they, everyone's gonna hate his guts, which is what's happened because you see videos of Chivas fans. Good good catch Chickies, because I noticed that. You I know, know what I think that. happened what I think happened, Hoel, I think that the one night Hulit you know, he likes to party, and he probably, you know, was partying too much in Almeida's, uh, like when they were traveling in his hotel room, and he fell asleep, and he, like, messed up uh, Almeida's pillows. And Almeida, <laughs> and Almeida hasn't been able to forgive him. No, but, I, I you know, it's interesting uh, that Chiquis brings up this stuff, because I had been hearing, I had been hearing some rumors of a possible falling out, you know, with indisciplina, they call it. Of Gullit. So there might be a push and pull, you know, Almeida not wanting to start him and, and um, you know, the directiva pressuring because how much money, not only the transfer, but how much he gets paid wages, you know. These guys, you, you can't pay to get about $2 million and just to sit on the bench or to not be, uh, he, he, you know, he's, he's a tricolor level player he might not be in the national team but he's he's definitely in the pool so just remember that that uh that Carlos Osorio took Hulit to the uh Copa America and did not take Giovanni just remember that oh <laughs> yeah I need to justify that and you know and you know what the sad thing about the whole thing was is it in the Chile game when it was two zero and it was you know when there was still, when there was still a chance that you know maybe at least you know tie it and then send it to over to, to extra time that they, that Hulit was his only option off the bench because he he had he had burned <laughs> the other two just by starting them you know just uh, oh man oof. sorry to bring up bring up some old old wounds. But you know, sometimes it just doesn't work out for a player in a in a in a in a, in a, in a, in a city. It just it just it is what it is. And if it's not working out for for Hulit, then let him go. You know why 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 make him suffer? Yeah, and, and I and, think. And, What's up? Yeah, go ahead, Hulit. No, I because you, you said let him go, and I feel that Chivas will not get. <laughs> um, I don't think they're getting. What they paid for, so that was. Um... They're definitely not getting what they paid for. Now, the one player that was that really surprised me that was well, it didn't surprise me was playing, but that I was rather surprised that we didn't see was uh, what's the uh, the Chile striker named Borpolido came in. Bueno, no, not bueno. The other guy. Oh, the striker he replaced? Yeah. Uh, man, they had the, the local kid. <laughs> we already forgot it. Sal- Saldivar. Saldivar. Yeah, Saldivar, yeah. Yeah, Saldivar. 
He's the same one that made it. They got even called up to the national team, right? Right. <laughs> that sucks, man. Yeah, he didn't, yeah, somehow he didn't play. Well, that's terrible that we couldn't remember his name. But anyway, yeah, so that's uh, – that, that, that was definitely unfortunate in that game. So, so Tigres, Tigres, Leon. What's uh, what, what's going to happen, Chiquis? Uh, I think, like you mentioned, uh, Tigres is just going to score all kinds of goals, <laughs> and uh, and uh, Pern's favorite player Uoyala is going to be a solid defender against the uh, Leon offense. Shut down. Uh, what's his name? Moselli. Boselli, yes, Jordan Boselli. That'll be it. So, so do we have an expectation, gentlemen, that it's going to be uh, the uh, Tigres uh, America final then? Yes, sir. The final everybody wants to see. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Man, Tuca Tuca against La Volpe is going to be interesting. You know, the winner of that game should should get the national team when. uh, when when Osorio falters, yeah, just, I, just, just 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 go ahead and announce it now. You know, el ganador de de la final de la de la apertura 2006, el director técnico será el seleccionador de la. And boom, just making just. I heard you guys talking about that earlier, and uh, I actually think, or sort of being convinced that Osorio is gonna gonna go through walking, man. Caminando al mundial. Wow, you think so? You think it's gonna that that yeah. it's gonna, you, you, know, you know what? Uh, you know what? Uh, before you continue, Chiquis, and there's something I was talking about, and I was saying going into this hexagonal, a lot of the teams are pretty weak. So yeah. I, I said if, if Mexico is is if they're at their best and they prepare right, then yeah, they they would. They should not have a difficult time. I think the biggest hump is was what they went through just now, because they were at the low. The the seven zero was still still looming, and they got through it. So now it's sort of. I mean, they they can't be overconfident now, of course, but I think they've got past the hard part. Interesting, well, interesting that you mentioned that. I think the the the. Um, I'll say it's completely over after Costa Rica. Because Costa Rica at Azteca is going to be another key key match. I think uh, anything less than a win is going to going to bring back the the rumors. And that's the first one, right? I think so. Well, one thing that that Osorio has in his favor that 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 that, that no one has had for 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 qualifying. That uh, you know is to keep an eye on for sure is is the fact that Carlos Vela is starting to play really well in in uh, in Spain. He's like, I guess I guess he's he's no longer bored, and he's, and he's decided to to pay a little more attention, and he's been and he's been playing great, and uh, it seems like he wants to to do that maybe for the national uh, team too. Maybe it's the the knowledge and now the uh, the reality of being a father. Yeah, could be. Maybe lit a fire. <clears throat> lit a fire in his belly. Yeah, maybe. Want to give him some focus or drive? Who knows? But it's um, he's uh, 
back to being Mexico's best player. I mean, and there is no question that in that USA game, the, the fact that he was on the field, that there they were, they had to take account. They had to take him to account more, more so than any other player. They were worried about him, okay. and rightly so. He uh, he's he's, he's and, definitely. Um, I'm not sure, if, uh, but like in what he did, what he's doing with the uh, Sociedad, he's. Yeah, he was man of the match again. They, they tied Barcelona. Uh, yeah, they, and, they, and they apparently he came a... within an RCH winning it, but it hit the crossbar in the, in the last in the last minute. No, it went in, and and they and then they also wrongfully called it offside. Oh, is that so, what happened? So it went in. Yeah, it went in. It went in. It bounced out. Uh, then uh, his uh, one of the other one of his other uh, teammates, who who again wasn't offside, uh, tapped it back into the net. So it went in twice and. They called it off twice. It's in the hole. Well, I had no idea that it. Uh... Wow. Yeah, at least the pictures that I see, the ball looks clearly past the line. That's very disappointing. Yeah. Well, either way, he's 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 starting to play really well, and that's yeah. uh, that's going to help. And, you know, the, and the bad thing for Giovanni is that Giovanni doesn't play a game, a competitive game, until March. So maybe, maybe he needs to go on loan somewhere, like. Oh, I don't know. A team that could use a good offensive player. Hoyt, can you think of any team that could use a good offensive player? Well, on loan. I, I, I'll say America going into the club's World Cup. Wow! So you think I tried it, and it is it is Giovanni. Giovanni would never. Do you think he would ever? Uh, or do you think he's, he's an America kid through and through? No, yeah, he's admitted to being a uh, Americanista. Because his dad was right. Correct, sir. So, but I mean, I, if the money's right, he would go to Chivas. But I don't think Chivas has money. I don't think Chivas has money right now to bring in a Gio. But I actually think uh, America makes sense for that for the, for that simple reason of the the club woke up. That would be, but that's but that's like in two weeks. So I mean, he's not going to be available for that. But uh, I mean, he should definitely come in and play. The. Uh, you know, you know, let him play the the clausura. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be with America. He could go to you know one of the one of the subsidiary teams like Veracruz or or Necata. Hmm. Doesn't have to be America. Well, but obviously, he's want to come somewhere up. somewhere with a with a good night life. Well, he would love Mexico City. You see, he can live in in, uh, in Condesa or Polanco. He probably want to live closer to this, you know, the stadium, you know, so they don't have to drive so much to get to the stadium. So live down in Pedregal or Villacuapa. I think it's something that they should know now again. You know, maybe if uh, if somebody with FMF has a little clout, then you know, maybe maybe they make that happen. You know, maybe also, you know. Effect changer X walks in and says, "Hey, we need this guy to keep playing. So why don't you offer up a loan with America and let him keep playing for a few months so we can use him? You know, you guys are the same company. Let's make that happen." That would just be food ideal. for thought. Just food for thought. 
And you know, you know, uh, and the other thing, I saw some. Uh, I guess it was Giovanni. I guess he's like in Acapulco or something. And he posts some picture like he's like, "Hey, man, I'm, I'm enjoying my, you know, my time off after a long season." And he started getting shit for it. It's like <laughs> because, like, because he's because he's playing in MLS. It's like, why? I don't understand. Joel, does uh, does Mexico advance in the uh, in the in the Confed Cup? Then it seems like everyone is convinced that they're gonna they're gonna do well in the hex. And now and now, if, if by doing well in the hex, does that give them the confidence they need to to do have a good Confed Cup? You know what? I think we start up against Portugal, and, and to me, and I've talked about this, it's it's how the calendar is set up because I think we have an easier group than the past, right? The past Confed Cup when we had Brazil and Italy, and. Um, so I think I, I, I'm not sure. I think we go up against Portugal. So if we get a tie, I think it's very possible because then um, I think it's New Zealand will be the second. Correct. And then Russia, who has Russia, just hasn't been. They've been struggling. I mean, well, they're not as strong as you know. They can be. Right. So it's no. It's I think it's definitely yeah. possible. Um, I mean, it's I, gonna, I, I forget though. Do the. <clears throat> Does the host country still go through qualifying? No, the, they've, they've 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 qualified. So they just the play friendlies, pretty for, much for however long. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's that, that's all they can do is play friendly. Yeah, so they, they they don't play a competitive match for other than the Euro for. And in the Euro, they I mean, sixteen teams out of twenty four qualified for the for the knockouts in the Euro. And Russia didn't even do that. So that's uh, that's food for thought for for the for the Russians. And, and so, they had so, a so, so do you think the calendar is, is is set up well then for for Mexico to do well? Yeah, if it's well, yeah, just the way if it is how I think it is. Um, Portugal first, if we get a tie there, and then uh, we have to be New Zealand. And then against Russia, I mean, you know, it's going to be where the chips fall. That I mean, that that's going to be the the yeah, four points the, we could potentially be it's without, an elimination. Yeah, we could probably already, you know, a tie would see us through. Right, it's an elimination game for sure. So. Well, it's, it, it sounds to me then, gentlemen, and you know, everyone, everyone is very bullish on Mexico then. They think they're going to have a good, a good qualifier, and a good qualifier could mean that they're going to have a good, good Fed Cup. So maybe, uh, maybe Mexico might get a chance to, uh, get some, get some revenge. You know, like, uh, maybe, maybe they'll, uh, they'll serve, uh, the, 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 the Chile coach, uh, some, some bread and the Chile coach, hey, where are my sons? And, It'll be Santiago Baños. Oh, they're right in here. They're right. They're right in front of you. you Got to get a little revenge for the Boda Roja. Would you want that? Would I want it personally? Yeah, I don't really care to be honest. I mean, you know, they're going to play eventually. I mean, obviously, if it, if if it happens at the Confed Cup, it'll be great. Uh, it'll be a great story. There's no question. Yeah. Which uh, you know, maybe may, maybe it will happen. It would be a, it would be a great way for some guys to atone for themselves. 
Now, we were talking about how well Carlos Vela is playing. There's a player right now who's not necessarily playing as well. In fact, he's in a big slump, and he hasn't uh, scored in a while. And that's Chicharito. He didn't even play against, uh, or, or he came in off the bench against uh, Munich. Bayern Munich, that is, you know, the, the the best team in the league, and they had him on the bench. What's uh, what's going on with uh, Chicharito Joel? Is he yeah? Is it is 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 it time? Nah, it just you know it it happens to to the best of them. You hit a slump, you know. Well, he was on just a ridiculously hot streak for 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 a long time. So yeah, he's it's been a few games that he hasn't scored. So you you think it'll just it'll just work itself out and and he'll be back? Yeah, he's 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 shown resilience before. You know where where he he'll go months and then all of a sudden he he blows up again. Do you think it uh, has anything to do with the fact that his that his novia is in is in Valencia and there's rumors that that that, that Valencia wants to wants to sign him and he's all nervous. He's like, man, Valencia's after me. I got to start playing well so that I can be with, uh, what's her name? Like Iliana or? I don't know. <laughs> Lady, Lady Chichara. She's Lady a, Chichara. she's a, she's a reporter, I think. Yes. Yeah, based out of Valencia. So, yeah. Maybe, uh, I don't know. I, th- I think that he'll, he'll eventually wear you know, sometimes a guy like Chichara, he maybe needs to be on the bench for a little bit to, re- to remind himself of, of, you know, how hard he has to work in this match. I'm sure he's doing, but, you know, hopefully it'll, uh, it'll work itself out. And then, of course, uh, Raul Jimenez would be the other option for, for Osorio there. So you could have, um, and frankly, I, w- I would love, I personally would love to see Jimenez in the middle and then put Vela and Chichara or Vela and Giovanni or Giovanni and Chichara. On the flanks, if they're going to do a four-three-three, and just and just you know work it out with those guys, or put uh, Chicharro as the like attacking mid, and then the, then the three, or not Chicharro, but Giovanni and the three. I know this isn't the popular choice, but I still don't think we should be discounting Oribe. Well, there's uh, I mean, you know Dan won't get the uh, chance, uh, but but the guy, man, again proving. That he he could still do it. Isn't that amazing that 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 a guy who didn't really start his career until he was what twenty eight or twenty nine has just been yeah has just made just one clutch goal after another. And that was for, an impressive uh, goal. Oh, I mean his whole body was going a, away it was from a the goal. Great set piece. It was very and similar to a set piece. Again, I'm sorry, Dan, against uh, no, Brazil in the Olympics. It's just really impressive the power that he got on the shot. I was like, man. But uh, yeah, he seemed to be the difference in that game. But uh, I, 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 I still think he's got that 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 goal, that that craftiness in him. That well, you know, he's just a different player than than Chicharro and Enro. The he does just, he offers something different. And it, it, I'm personally not not uh, completely opposed to him starting. Especially in the light of Chicharito being in his slump, and Raúl is not exactly seeing a bunch of minutes. Well, but he's just coming back from injury, so they don't need to yeah, for that. yeah, that, yeah, that's true. Yeah. 
Yeah, but of course he got injured in on national team duty, which I'm sure the club loved, you know. Oh no. Uh the team this is awful. The uh did y'all hear about this? The Brazilian team that was gonna play in, in, in Copa Sudamericana. It was uh Chapacuense where they were in a plane crash. Were you all aware of this? First I hear of it, John. What's going on? I read about a plane crash, but I didn't know it was a soccer team in it. Yeah, so the, uh, the, 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 the plane that was carrying the, I don't know if it was the entire team, but, but definitely some members of the team, uh, crashed carrying more than 70 passengers, including members of the Brazilian club soccer team, Chapoquen, I'm reading off of the ticker. Chapoquense has crashed on its way to Medellin's international airport. The team was scheduled to play in the finals of the Copa Sudamericana on Wednesday. That's terrible. That is terrible, man. Wow. Condolences. Was that, did it, was that in water? Cause I saw a video of it, of, of uh, a plane in water, and I was like, what is that? I don't know. But that is, uh, yeah, that is just horrific news. Yeah. Not, not the best way to end a podcast, that's for sure. Well, um, Cruz Azul has a new coach. <laughs> they do. Uh, Jemez, is that his name? Yeah. The Spaniard. I, I know I know nothing about the guy, but apparently he seems to be uh, a guy that can... Resurrect the dead? Yeah, maybe do some stuff. Cool. They, they, were in a, they were in a dark hole. Well, Ronnie's going to change his view. He, he said earlier that uh, people that don't know the Mexican League well did not tend to do very well as coaches. So. But this guy's Spaniard, so he might be uh, changing his uh, opinion. No, no, no. We talked about this, Chiquis. Uh, <laughs> oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. Was he down with it? Was he down with this guy, or he said he's going to suck? No, no, not suck. It's just that uh, we were, we were discussing uh, before the show about about how it could be risky sometimes bringing in a coach that you know, doesn't have that many ties to the league, yeah. you know, especially with big teams, you know, so you, you take a risk and, and there's all these variables that could come into play. And, you know, he he was on board with that. There you go. I thought he was yeah. gonna pull a Jose Ramon and be like, "Oh, he's Spaniard. He's Spaniard. He's got a. He's gonna bring Cruz Azul to the glory." Well, I'm sure. I'm sure he's thinking. You know, since he is of Iberian stock, you know, his chances got to be better. <laughs> okay, like, so uh, according to a report that I'm reading, uh, there were there were everyone survived the crash. Uh, Ten people were oh. injured and were taken to hospitals, but uh, but everyone did survive the crash. So that's good. That's news. Incredible, great. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. Game yeah, on. that's that's something that I would not uh, I would not uh, embellish for for it's any like reason. That one movie uh, with uh, Tom Hanks. Have you guys seen that? 
Sully or something like that? Oh, yeah, that's a pretty good movie. (laughs) True story. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't, I did not, uh, I did not, I mean, I saw, I remember when it happened, but I did not see the movie. So, so you guys believe that because this guy's a Spaniard, then that's what then is that, that that's what's going to put him over the top. You know, the last Spaniard coaches have not done well in the league. No, yeah, I don't I believe that. I don't know if I believe I'm aware it. of that, John. <laughs> um, well, I I forgot his name. The guy that was coaching Santos. <clears throat> right, and then uh, I mean, and of course you had you had Gashinha, who Portuguese didn't know the league as well, but he ended up actually winning a title. So. Everyone's waiting for Pep Guardiola to come to Mexico. It's only a matter of time. He'll coach Dorados again. Yeah. You know, that's where he really wants to coach. Is that before or after he coaches the national team? What national team? He's gonna coach Dorados. Where where do you think Pep wants to wants to want us to finish his career? Coaching the Spanish national team or Dorados? I mean, come on. John, he did say Mexico national team was one of his um on his list of teams he would coach. Really? Interesting. I think I think his higher pressure game would work really well with Mexico. But uh, unfortunately, I think Pep is starting to realize that at Manchester, at uh, Bayern Munich, and now at Manchester City, that he doesn't have Xavi and Iniesta. <laughs> To run the show for him like he had at Barcelona. So. Well, gentlemen, so uh, I guess we'll go ahead and wrap it up, but that seems like we're uh, we're all expecting then a Chiva. Oh, not a Chiva. I'm sorry, Juan. See, now I'm... I feel was- bad, Juan, that I had to do that to you, so I'll just give you a little... A little, little taste. I don't mean to rub that in, but I'm at the Tigres America final. Tuca against La Volpe. Winner gets. Now, do you think that the, that the players would shave La Volpe's mustache off like, like they're going to shave Tuca's mustache off when they win? <laughs> that would be something. Uh, that would be something. Don't. Don't really matter much to me, Jon. <laughs> I'm just curious if that would happen. They could. I mean, I, I think. I think. Uh, oh, well, I think if Tuca won a championship for Chivas, and another one, another one, and he mm-hmm. mailed you a set of clippers, and he said, "Come on down, Joel, shave my mustache off because Chivas." Would you do it? I would. You know, I don't know if I would go, but. I, I would frame his mustache. <laughs> so he won it in 97, is that right, Hoyt? Yeah, the, we missed the comment, John. We missed oh, I heard, I heard the comment. No, the comment. Oh, the well, the, it could still happen in, in 2017. Oh, no, but that's another comment. <laughs> But are you talking about the Chivas Comet at uh, the, the ten at, years? Yeah. yeah, the one it was a false alarm. It, 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 it didn't appear. It, it, it's like the red, like the red comet in uh, in Game of Thrones. 
they're not quite sure what it means yet. Yeah, no, I think um, we missed it. Wow, so now I have to wait another 10 years? Yeah, maybe longer, John. Really, Joel? You think you think you think this drought, Joel? Will you see in your lifetime another Chivas championship? No, I will because uh, to me, um, I think it's it's Liguilla is very mediocre, and it, it's not that difficult. You could have a pretty bad season, and then you you win the right amount of games at the right time, and and you go in, and, and so it's it's not like. It's not like a long race, you know, where it's you have to do things right for a long period of time to ensure success. You just have to get it right a few times and two championships every year. So it's it shouldn't be. We could have a Necaxa Leon final. Who, who wants that? <laughs> the possibility, the mere possibility that it's there is incredible. And don't make me go on a, a Carlos Albert rant. <laughs> well, he's a he's a big Nakaxa guy, isn't he? Yeah, but he still hates the uh, whole Ligia thing. Uh, that's because you know what you know the Ligia has been around for forty years. Just you know, get over it. It's it it, it it's not. It's just it, it it it's part of the game. And and Hoyle is right. Teams can you know pitter-putter around for 10, 10 games of the season, half the season, and then get hot at the right time, and then they make the, you know, make it the, the sixth seed or whatever it is, and and then they make it through. But that's that's just how the that's just how the league is set up. I mean, that's how, I mean, there are so many professional leagues in, in this country that are set up like that. I mean, the Giants, the New York Giants have made a have made an art form of, of being just good enough in the, in the in the regular season to make the playoffs and then go nuts in the playoffs and win the championship. You know, they won a championship by losing almost 40% of their games. What would be cooler, though, if Leon were to win this, this Liga or if it was just a, a general table um, season and Leon, let's say, lost their first 10 games of the season, but then they went on a streak and won all their last and they, and they were the super leader to win the whole thing, like in, like in the EPL or something. To me, right. that would be sort of more interesting. Like if they were to come back at the end of the, and win all their games, and then be the super leader to take the title. Um, yeah, but I mean, but mathematically, that would make that would be very difficult. Yeah. So, I mean, I get the argument. To be I'm, like, I'm fine with the yeah, but I get the argument. Maybe maybe cutting it down to four teams at the top four or something. That's less. Yeah, I think I think six. Six is the number because they want three weeks, so they they still get three weeks. But the top two teams get the top two teams get. The, the, why why make the top two teams play a seven and eight team? So give the top two teams a bye, play three against six, five against four, and then and then and then you have a, and then you let the top two teams back in for the semifinal. You know you have you have to earn something if you're going to be one of the top two teams, and they, they don't earn anything. They have no. They have no advantage of being of being one of the top two. They have they have to give them an advantage. Good point. And they don't have that advantage. So, but again, you know, maybe maybe in a few months after 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 the FMF 
listens to here at the, the Cantina Mekis podcast and they go, hey, you know, estos, estos weyes, eh? that's another good idea. You know, maybe we should, uh, maybe let's just limit the Ligia to the top six. You know, then, 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 then we'll know who, who really, you know. Yeah, top, top eight is, it takes away some, some of the comp- competition, you know, some, some of the, um, I think that that's, it lacks more intensity a lot of times where. Well, and it used to be, remember, it used to be 10, it used to be 10 teams. Because they do the repechaje between 7, 8, 9, and 10. That's rough. But anyway, but uh, gentlemen, let's go ahead and, uh, and, and sign off. Uh, I promise that I'll have much better uh, connectivity next week because I have a new computer coming in tomorrow, so I'm very excited about that. So, you, you you bought a whole computer? I bought the whole thing. So you know, here I am making fun of, of Chivas TV all this time, and I'm, I'm the one who's dialing up right now, it seems like. <laughs> My why bad didn't, signal. But the... Why didn't you buy it? Why didn't you build it, man? It would have been much better. I don't have time for that. Is it a laptop or a computer? No, it's a laptop. Laptop, yeah. oh. I don't have time for that. <laughs> but anyway. All right, gentlemen. Uh, th- uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, Joel, thank you for joining us. Thank you, John. My pleasure. Chiquis. Oh, Joel, it was, uh, it was, uh, I'm, I'm sorry that you had to deal with what you had to deal with this weekend. And uh, <laughs> hopefully, uh, hopefully you'll, have, uh, you'll have brighter days soon. Thank you, sir. One can only hope. Chiquis, thanks again for setting all this up. Yep, thank you for hosting. Yeah, it was uh, it was a pleasure. And, and Fernando, thank you for joining us. No problem, it's a pleasure. And of course, we'll thank uh, Daniel Preciado and uh, and Ronnie De Luna for joining us earlier as well. This has been the uh, Dos Acero Football Podcast. My name is John Jagu. Thank you very much for joining us, and uh, we'll be back on again uh, soon. Probably uh, next week when we have, uh, I think that there's an America game next week, like at six o'clock on Saturday on Sunday. So maybe we'll be able to join you guys uh, at eight p.m. Uh, next Sunday, right after the game, and we'll we'll jump right into the finals. So hopefully uh, that'll be the plan. Thank you guys for joining us. I appreciate it, and we'll uh, talk to you all again. Thank you. <laughs>